Hey guys and welcome to episode 3 from Online with the Internet Guy. This is the episode when things start to get more interesting. This is the one that has a lot of tips about being more successful online. So without further ado, let's get in. Yeah, that's very true. I With what you do, like as the Internet Guy, um, are there any current cool things you're working on um i don't know like i wouldn't say they're cool but yeah. like the first thing is like what we're doing today i've always wanted to start my podcast yeah. and i've been procrastinating forever there's a lot of of you know um getting a good space to record yeah. having the right equipment having somebody who's a professional editor who can you know, yeah, yeah. cut and paste stuff together and make the intros and whatever. And certainly I didn't want to be talking to myself. So yeah. it's usually having a two-way conversation. So the podcast is, is that's the project I'm working on now. And I'm yeah. hoping that this will be the first episode, like the intro yeah. of the podcast. Um, recently, I've been fixing websites more than building new ones because people realized the speed, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like their websites are not loading fast enough and they want them fixed. So they just come, we have like a, a package just to speed. So we don't change anything. We don't change the design, yeah. you know, and uh, what we do, we apply some of the algorithms that we know from the back end on the hosting part. And then we have what we call a caching plugin. There are so many of those. The, the issue isn't which plugin is better than the other but it's how you configure it to do the right job. Yeah. Because it's not a set it and forget it sort of thing. It has to be configured correctly to work with your back end. And this way your website would load faster. Yeah. So we've been getting some of these and we've been getting a lot of people who call and say, hey, I have a problem. And then turns out they have malware. You know, like <laughs> the problem with all the websites, regardless of what technology they're on, Technology gets updated sometimes on a daily basis. If you're using something like WordPress, WordPress itself, every now and then, they would issue like an update. And sometimes it will be like a major update that changes a lot of things. Your themes, your plugins, probably every two or three days they have an update. If they discover a security problem or something, they'll update it. Leaving all this stuff on auto and forgetting about it will cause you trouble. If it's not updated, it's a security problem. You could be hacked or you could have malware. And if it's an auto-update, sometimes they don't play nicely together. Like you might have a conflict between this WordPress version and that specific plugin, which wasn't written for this version. And they didn't update quickly enough. So there's a conflict there. Mm. So you always need a professional to, to do your maintenance and security and, oh yeah, backups. Yeah. We always realize how important a backup is. When we don't have it. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> when, I know all about that. <laughs> when crisis hits and like, oops, I yeah. kind of lost everything here. Like, you don't have a backup? Oh, no, I was offered a backup for $1.50 when I set up my hosting, but I declined this option. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Makes you like, oh, yeah, I yeah. pull my hair out. It's always the worst scenario, too, and in, in the worst timing is how it yeah. usually works. So, like, backups are not expensive. They're about $2 a month or something yeah. like this, like... Uh, if you have a professional doing your maintenance, security, updates, and backups, they'll take care of it. Mm. If you're doing it yourself, invest 
you know, see if your hosting company does backups. And I'm 100% sure it's not expensive. Like it's usually around between a dollar and five per month, depending how big your site is. And invest in this, not only backups, but learn when, if there's something wrong, how do you restore from a backup? So, yeah. And then you can play around as much as you like. Yeah. Break your site. It doesn't matter. Learn anything Back you want to learn if you have the time. Yeah. You're backed up. You're good. Yeah. I, I might be talking like uh, I, I'm, I'm obviously not in that field of work, but I could see a problem being, or not even a problem, it's work for the yeah. <laughs> for web developers and stuff is um, an, a business owner or a person gets somebody to make a website for them. They finish the project. They think that's the end of it. They oh, no. they they go they go they post their website, not realizing that you have to update that website. Like in, in today's time, it could be daily with new things. You could do or weekly or like if yep. if you're not using it that much monthly. Like if if your mom pa shop that doesn't need to do it, but you still have to update it. So are, do you run into those issues a lot where it's like they yes, don't have the contact indeed. of the guy who developed the website or whoever developed the website, and then now you got to go fix it for them? Is that like Yes. Yeah. Yes, because they've got like some dated plugins that haven't been updated from 2013, yeah. and some of them have even been taken off the internet anyway. Like the person who created that plugin no longer develops plugins anymore. Yeah. And you still have it on your website, and that's a security hole in there. Just crisis waiting to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, we do a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I've just noticed as well, since we're discussing backup and stuff, yeah. yesterday somebody posted on Facebook. Uh, she was very active on Instagram. She spent the last three years building, like, very good follower base. And her Instagram page was the main kind of marketing tool yeah. for her. She got somehow hacked. Like somebody who she knows, she received a message with a link to click and a code to enter. Yeah. And she did that blindly from the phone, small screen, doesn't read, you know, what's going on properly. And the result was her Instagram page disappeared. Poof, completely. Yeah. 5,000 followers, gone. Yeah. And now she's at the mercy of Facebook and Instagram, like trying to contact support and yeah, get them yeah. to get this page back and we don't know if they if they even can do that or not because she doesn't even know what she did she probably sold it to somebody That's i don't know people buy yeah. um buy accounts that have followers. with a lot of followers yeah i don't know yeah. what happened but like and i'm thinking like why would you have like the meat of your marketing yeah. somewhere when you have zero control yeah. Like you don't own Facebook, you don't own Instagram, you don't own Squarespace, yeah. you don't own Shopify, you don't yeah. own Wix, yeah. right? All what it takes is for them to do a little change for you to suffer. And why do that? Like, I know it's so easy to, like, I know, like, I know your website is on Squarespace, for example, and mm. I, I was speaking with Erin the other day about if you want it faster, what do you do? And she said, oh, I just paid for an upgrade to make it faster. So we tested it together and it's not as fast as we want it to be. But now after an upgrade, you're at the mercy of Squarespace. Like, you know, if there's no more upgrade to make it even faster, there's nothing that you can do. It's just yeah, stuck there, yeah, right? Yeah. And so my advice is make your own website. Number one, like many people think WordPress is hard. Okay. If you think it's hard, find something else that you host yourself. 
on your host, like, you know, when I, when I say host yourself, I don't mean you get servers in your yeah. house and whatever. I mean, like, by hosting, it's under your control, right? Your website is on your web hosting. And if for any reason it's not fast enough, it's got a problem, whatever, you can just take the whole thing, migrate it to another host provider. Yeah. And if you don't know how to do it, you get any web designer or developer, they'll do it for you and it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. But you have like, you know, you have your bucket <laughs> with yeah. you. You can take it with you wherever you go. Uh, if it's not fast enough, there are plugins that can do that. There are people who can help you because you own the code. You own the stuff. Yeah, It's with you. It's not on somebody else's network. Now, am I saying don't be on social media? Not at all. Use social media to draw traffic to your website. So make your website your main bucket. You know, like when people speak of funnels and stuff, like I, some of the things, some of the words that we hear these days scare me. Mm. Like if I meet someone who say the word seven figures, yeah. I just walk away. I get scared of like money scares me as well. <laughs> I want to make money, but like, I don't think I want to like, okay, I'm not saying I don't want to be a millionaire or I don't want to make seven figures. But what scares me is hearing about people who are saying to everyone, this is so easy to hit seven figures. Man, to hit four figures is hard work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you put in the work and the hours and you learn and you get better at what you do, you'll hit seven figures eventually. Some other words that scare me is the word funnel. Because people who are saying this are not explaining what a funnel is. Like, you know, um, the only thing that comes to mind is uh, changing the car's oil when they put the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or a funnel cake. <laughs> or a funnel cake, yeah. <laughs> But, so I, I call it simply, like, a bucket. Like, this is the bucket where your customers and your prospect, or your prospect customers and leads go. Yeah. Have this bucket somewhere that you own, which is your website. Then use social media to draw the traffic back to this bucket. So at yeah. least you always have your bucket with you. Yeah. Right? And if you're going to post... Many people now love Instagram because it's so easy to use and, and many now are going to TikTok and other networks. By all means, do be active there if, if, if this is where your customers will be uh, or, you know, the, um, the people who you're trying to educate or serve are there on these networks. But first, if you have to write something, create a video or whatever, do this post on your website. So let's say I created the video. I'll put it on YouTube. Then I'll create a post on my website and I'll link the video in the post. So I write an intro, put the video on the page. Then I'll take this link of this page and push it to my Facebook, Instagram, you know, whatever other networks, LinkedIn. And this way, people, when they click, they're coming to my site. So it's for any reason, if I have trouble with any of these social media networks, my website is still there. It works. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a, a total, like a, a ton of sense. And there's all those different, um, almost like, uh, almost like branch websites or like a link tree, I think is one of them, where people pop in their profiles or whatever. Where they'll, yeah, if they're Instagram heavy, they'll go crazy on their Instagram. But in their bio, they have like a link to their main website or a link to a bunch of their main stuff. Exactly. And their main website and then all of their side projects or their side social medias. And I, I if, yeah, you put your eggs all in one basket, like you lose that yeah, you basket. you don't want to do that. Or they go out of business. Yeah. Like 
I think about, I have a friend who's uh, like, he's always been doing like the social media stuff and pretty big on it. Then TikTok came out and it just like, his popularity shot, skyrocketed. And then you heard all about that stuff about possibly being mm. banned and all that. Yeah. It's just like, so you can literally go from monetizing off of a social media app as your main like source of income. That's yeah. how much TikTok could pay some people. And then all of a sudden, one change, one change. Oh, you're no. in crisis. Yeah, especially in the states, like with the how politics yeah. are. Like politics can control your how you make your money. So I, I feel like you really need to kind of brand your own brand in its own spot, like you say, yeah. with a website, with anything like that, and then just use all the many, many tools that are uh, like options for everybody to promote yourself in whatever way is the best. Like you take an artist per se. Instagram is perfect. LinkedIn is more like businessy, yeah. like business to business. But like, if you know your niche, go hard on that stuff, but don't just go hard on that stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you're an artist, have a yeah. website. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't have to be like state of the art website, but have a website that has some of your art. Yeah. You know, publish it on your website first. And then if you're a musician, for example, you'll be in Spotify or. Cloud, what is it called? Cloud something? It's just Apple Music, I think. Yeah, or Apple Music, or yeah. yeah. Uh, and but if you have some of your music or like little clips that are for free, yeah. publicly, you know, posted, put it on your website first. Let it hit your website. Let Google see. Yeah. And this is one of the things, you know, like I don't know uh, if we still have time, but one of the things that I that bugs the hell out of me. Is people paying for SEO without realizing what SEO is? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you paying for? Like, a lot of people pay, I don't know, $500, $600 a month. Yeah. And they're not really sure what they're paying for. And it bugs me. It's like, most of the cases, what happens is that you have a website. You want it to be noticed. You get a spam message somewhere, either by email or on one of your social media networks or by an agency or whatever who say, hey, we'll put you on the first page of Google. Who doesn't want to be on the first page of Google, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you guys, please take this into consideration. No one, I can't put you on the first page of Google. He can't, no, unless you're Google. Google. Only Google can put you on the first page of Google. But what these people do, they buy ads. So basically, you know, when you search for something and you get the ads on top yeah, first, yeah, yeah. and it... it, it it's labeled ad, like yeah. everyone knows. And, and nowadays, most of the people, when they see the word ads, they don't want to click yeah. anyway. So, you know, sometimes it's even a waste of money. But anyway, you're paying for an agency or for a third party to go and buy Google ads on your behalf. So some of the money, of course, will be covering their own effort and work. Mm. And a big chunk of the money goes to pay for the ads. But you're not involved. It's like you're... You're just dishing out money, yeah. right? And you have no clue what you're paying for. Where are these ads placed? Uh, are they placed like, do I, want, do I want my ad to appear, for example, on a page that sells something that I don't agree with? Yeah. Do I want my ad to appear on a political page, for example, like, and I have nothing to do with politics or, yeah. or you know, the other way around? So you don't know where your ads are placed. You don't know what keywords they used for your ads. That's, that's bad practice. So when you hear the word SEO, which is search engine optimization, stop and think. Number one, think of the stuff that's under your own control. Uh, if you're, let's say you're a 
pizza, small pizza outlet or a small pizza restaurant, right? So two pizza restaurants, one of them is active on their website and the other one is not. Which one do you think Google will like more? Obviously the active one. The active one. Now, when you speak with the pizza shop owner, they'll tell you, you want me to blog about pizza? Yeah. I want you to blog yeah. about pizza. Just tell people why, I don't know, this type of dough is better than that type of dough. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, I, I don't know much about pizza myself. I eat it. But, yeah. you know, it, it's your industry. Write something about it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be the best article ever, yeah. but commit to do something weekly. Yeah. You know, if you're... If I'm still going with the pizza thing, you can write about different toppings. You can write about why did you decide to open a pizza shop in the first place. So it's not about just people coming to your website to look at the menu and order. Yeah. Right? Because some of them won't even find you. But when you're writing stuff, yeah. Google will pick it up and it will start appearing in different places. And, you know, if you write this one and tweet about it or share that article on Facebook and, you know, your followers would see it. And sometimes you feel like, like my stuff sometimes on Facebook is pretty technical and, and sometimes I qu question myself, should I put this on my regular Facebook page or in a specific group that I know would be interested in this stuff? And I do it on both. And even on my page when it would be maybe boring for the general, you know, my friends and family and whatever. Yeah. But it actually serves a purpose. It's a reminder for them about what I do. When you've known someone for a long time, sometimes you forget what they do. Yeah. You know what and I mean? I, you, <laughs> and you don't see them that often. The last thing you do is talk about work. You want to catch yeah. up on everything else of the things that you might love. And, you, yeah, you get along about or whatever. You're not going to ask them what they do for work. Now, when someone was going to ask me, like, uh, you know, do you know a good pizza place? If I've just seen it. Yeah. From somebody I know on my, you know, Facebook, I'd say, yeah, Mike's Pizza is the best pizza in town. And it's not, it, pizza is a great example, too, because I, like, I love my pizza, too. And it's uh, when you look online now, like, um, if a pizza place is great, it's a mom and pop pizza shop, but they don't have online presence. You, you can't order online. They have a basic website that posts, like, literally looks like a, they took a picture with their cell yeah. phone of their menu. It's on their website, and you got to still call them. And there's nothing and, to do. Like, yeah. you can't, as a visitor, yeah. they're not making your life easier. And it can and it could be the greatest pizza in the world, but if it's... Like, if no one knows in, about it. In, like, in, a, in, a, in a time that everybody's so time-based yeah. and so impatient, not, not many people are going to go, like, go to a website so they have to pull out their phone, so they have to call you and make the order. So, like, I find that Google, like, even if you have a website, you have to keep that thing updated, even if it's like online ordering, just anything. Like even if you don't want to blog, just have be be it's quite easy from what I'm Put some activity. Yeah. Any activity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like I find it hilarious because you always um if the smaller pizza places if you go to their websites <laughs> it's not their pictures of their pizza yeah they take like stock images of pizza from other places and stuff and it's it's hilarious just, well, get, just talk about pizza now yeah your teenage kid yeah with their camera i mean if they have an iphone yeah. they have good quality camera yeah. and get them to take pictures of your pizza yeah. in the shop like it's easy i, I think that's the mom <laughs> pa businesses that are succeeding are the one that are like if they're stubborn and older and they don't want to get with the times with like social media accounts or just just tech tech in general yeah. or meet just like promotion that way 
the people that are the small businesses that are old like that that are being saved are the ones that have kids or someone they, that they've hired that has that young sense yeah. of mind that's like mom, dad, or whoever that is. Some are. of the stuff can be easily taken yeah. care of, but some of the stuff you still have to do. Yeah, 100%. Cool. Uh, yeah, like, uh, where can we find you, Amr? Like, would you have for Facebook groups, Instagram, everything? Yeah, so uh, my company is not by my name. My company is called Human Talents Tech. Okay. So it's humantalents.ca. It's a, a .ca. Okay. And... Um, if you just Google Amr the Internet Guy, hopefully you'll find me. Yeah, page one. <laughs> I can't really tell you. Yeah, but that, that's a very precise search. So if yeah, you say yeah. Amr the Internet Guy, yeah, it's definitely yeah. page one. But like, uh, you know, if you just say the Internet Guy without my name, of course, I'm probably page 1000 down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, check him out. Amr the Internet Guy, uh, great personality, great man. He's awesome to talk to and i could imagine be awesome to work with um thank you sir so yeah i can't say anything but great about you, you, you uh, definitely like i said the stereotype of a web designer you break that wall down like it, it, it ain't anything you just break that wall down and i think that's that's good because to show people that they're not all geek squad they're not all like like the kids in school that like it, it, that i wear you, glasses oh yeah, and I, mean, I lost most of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not 20. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah. you're not, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I appreciate you coming on. I, I hope to do more with you. Um, and like you said, you want to get into podcasting too. So doing this as like a joint episode together is a good idea, I think, uh, where if you want to keep doing this, obviously this is a place where we're trying to promote this. Um, and you, as a website developer, I think you could see yeah. the pluses of media and using oh, of any course. kind of media to your advantage to promote yourself right yeah of course definitely i mean it i am for example i prefer audiobooks yeah. sometimes you want the feeling of a book in your hand but in most cases for people like me who spend a long time in front of a computer screen in your off time you don't want your eyes to continue being tired right yeah. so it's just easier to listen to the books and it's easier to learn by listening to podcasts. So, you know, anything that technology has made available for us these days, it will be good to use it. Yeah. And I aim to help as many people as I can find more success online. Yeah. So, you know, if this is by listening to one of these episodes or, you know, um, asking a question and finding the answer somewhere in one of the Facebook groups or whatever, that would be great. Like that's, my job is done. Yeah. You know, if I can educate as many people as possible, as many business owners on how to be more successful online, my job is done. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you for being here, Hammer. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate you coming in, like I said, and uh, yeah, we'll do it again sometime. Take care, man. COVID. Uh... <laughs> Check him out, Hammer, the internet guy. is awesome. Hey, guys. So have a good one.